This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the awful and awesome entertainment rap. This is Rajeshri Sen. And this is Abhinandan Sekri. And we have one more guest joining us from your home state, Rajeshri. Yes, from my hometown, in fact, we have Sandeep Roy, who is a columnist. He has his own podcast. He's a radio host. He was also my editor for the longest time at uh, First Post. And uh, what else has... And he has written a book which everyone should buy called Don't Let Him Know. Don't Let Him Know by Sandeep Roy. And what's the podcast called? Sandeep, what is your podcast called? I knew you'd be put on the spot there. It's very simply called the Sandeep Roy Show. Report, that, so that, that, that even I know that. Even you know that. Huh? that I mean, you're, see, you come ill-prepared for all podcasts. <laughs> Including when your friend, your former editor and all is also joining us. Now, I wish you hadn't mentioned that. I suddenly had like PTSD from the yeah, editing days. Big... I suppose, which I had long put behind me. But yeah. then you had your event. You edited me later as well. So Yes. And uh, yes, I did edit you, edit you later. But uh, Sandeep used to... After the main job while editing me was because I write so beautifully and we know I'm very witty and all. Don't start with but lies. But he had to find the one fact which was incorrect. So Sandeep had come so back So it was from... very rare for you to put an incorrect fact yeah. there. No, 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 the... no, no. It was like an Easter egg in every article. Yeah. So... You know, there, there was like find the fact and sometimes it would be very deceptive. Said, find the fact. Little, find the fact. Find no. The so fact. there was one fact Actually, that one, was in one the fact. One fact that was in there. Yeah. So out. Sandeep had come back from from San Francisco and then he uh, jo- you joined First Post right after coming back from San yes. Fran yes yeah. yes so uh, there was an article that I wrote where I wrote that the person's name instead of being Aduna what is she Aduna Akhtar, Aduna Akhtar this hmm. one's wife I wrote Aduna contractor now this is not correct incorrect because they are both hairstylists I just put their names together so how is it not incorrect means in a way it is but the thought in a way it is incorrect (laughs) but the thought was there why did I do it okay we'll move on because this conversations with Rajshri quickly stop making sense but why has Sandeep been asked to be part of this other than for the fact that he is he writes on uh, social issues culture and gender and, and he's a pop culture officiado yeah he's a pop culture officiado as Abhinandan has said Sandeep is also here to give us uh, because Abhinandan is known for not being very gender sensitive not gender sensitive uh, just a little uncle on yeah. on issues of gender etc yeah so we are hoping that Sandeep will be able to strike that balance and educate at least Abhinandan, because I'm very sensitive, or as you agree know. agree with me. Or maybe or maybe he ends by saying, actually, Abhinandan has... This might not be correct, but... <laughs> or, or, may, or maybe I just say, you know, my sore throat is really acting up. <laughs> <laughs> no. so I, should, I should get going. <laughs> I should get going. Please. So w- what we'll discuss is uh, House of Gucci, a film about uh, fashion, you know, because we in fashion often make films Because <laughs> Abhinandan is a fashionista. If people don't know, we'll be sharing some pictures at the bottom of this no, podcast. No, we won't. <laughs> then we have a film called 14 Peaks from Netflix. Uh, House of Gucci we saw in the cinema, by the way. Yeah. Then you have an ad, uh, which is a Norwegian ad, uh, a three-minute long ad, celebrating 50 years of inclusiveness. Now you gave away the punchline. There's no punchline. It's a three-minute ad without a punchline. It was much has been written about it. And we have a trailer of a film called Chandigarh Kare Ashiki. And the series. I watched two episodes. Of we are not talking about it. Don't just keep pillowing stuff. We are here to talk to uh, Sandeep, not these hiccups and hookups shit. Okay. So, now, uh, many of you had written last time that uh, we uh, should get someone to speak about... What, what was the, uh, that guy? What's his name? His stand-up, The Closer, right? What's his name? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Which many of our listeners thought was homophobic and transphobic and I did not agree. Uh, you didn't either. Yeah. And then Chandigarh Kare Ashiki, I didn't even consider that it's transphobic till someone said this is transphobic. I thought it was not. It was the opposite. But I don't know. So, so I didn't realize, okay, when we discussed the trailer, because when he said that we are going to discuss this and Sandeep told me, which is why it's... You right, didn't understand the trailer. I didn't understand 
Why he said that it's about she, she a had a, she had a birds and bees problem. With yeah, history, I yeah. said, but it's looking like a normal uh, this thing, like a normal heterosexual relationship. Normal, but I can't say this. Homosexual is a normal. There's yeah, nothing, but I didn't normal. realize it was like a social commentary. They were no, doing they were like social film. commentary, but the most important social commentaries we must let everyone complete sentences on this show. What do you want to start off with, um, Sandeep? Do you have you watched House of Gucci by any chance? No. <laughs> okay, but you watched Kissing Santa. Yes. Oh, you have watched Kissing Santa. Yes, okay. Yes. So the three minutes. So first of all, let's start off from what many episodes, like two episodes, we've spent discussing because we got so much feedback. What did you think of the Dave Chappelle show? That the closer. Did you did you think it was transphobic? Yeah, so, so, did I think it was transphobic? Yes, but a lot of comedy is many things phobic. I mean, that is the idea in in a lot of comedy. I mean, if, if comedy was not. Uh, pushing the envelope on some issue or the other, it would progressively become more tame. And this is comedy abroad. Here in India, of course, you don't even have to push the envelope very much. You you get thrown an FIR filed against you just because you might be thinking of a joke, which is a different matter altogether, right? But here, I don't think it was surprising what Dave Chappelle was saying. I think the problem with it was not so much whether it was phobic or not, but that there was the huge amount of this whole entitlement that was happening where where somebody who has a lot of power then comes and says like, oh my God, I'm being cancelled because someone is calling out my show and saying, Hmm. calling out my bias. And the same thing can be happening here. I can go and make a joke, which can be a really funny joke around caste and then someone can call it out and say i you know this is casteist and, and didn't that happen with what was it randeep huda got he made some joke about mayavati it wasn't a very funny joke at all he yeah got, yeah yeah he, about yeah. sleeping with uh, yeah some like who sleep about. with her. it and was a, yeah yeah it wasn't it was a comment he made he made during some, an interview he must have had a few joints okay no i this i missed this one completely huh and so, you know, there was a lot of things that was like, oh, was it being casteist or was it you know, the fact that he did not consider Mayavati somebody he wanted to sleep with was just his comment on her looks and had nothing to do with the cast. So that caused a huge furor. But I think with the transphobia thing, it is, I think this is something that most of us, even people who were count themselves gay or lesbian, were not even thinking very much about this, even five, ten years ago. This has been kind of an education for... I, I remember, you know, ten years ago, I was at a, an LGBT conference and there was an activist who was giving a talk and she kept talking about cisgender and this. And my friend was like, what is this cis? And I, at that time, did not know how it was spelled. I said, because it's gay, no, it's like probably something from Sissy. S-I-S. <laughs> uh, uh, so you were, and you, 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 yeah. you, channeled, you channeled your inner Rajri yeah, and said, and let, let me come up, up let me make up an and answer, up, even if I make don't up know. An answer. But we knew better at that moment than to, you know, sort of, Ask. I think that has become the bigger problem, and this is not necessarily about Dave Chappelle, is that we're very quick to jump on calling somebody whatever, transphobic, dysphobic, as opposed to sometimes thinking they might gen- generally be clueless about it. They just don't hmm. know any better. And Actually, so That's he, a very good comment. A lot of times, yeah, it's, yeah, hmm, that that is not even considered that this person may just not be aware of this place. Yes. Like you. I feel but sometimes I mean, you're not you, you aware. You saw that fuss about the Virat Kohli restaurant, the one, whatever it's called, 118. Yeah, Kohli. yeah. He yeah, doesn't so know about this. They ha- so they, they had this whole thing where they said they didn't allow stag entry like many other places don't. So then people called it out for being homophobic, right? Uh, so it's very easy to call it homophobic when the fact is they probably were not even thinking about homosexuals, yeah. phobic or philic otherwise. Right. Uh, you know, when they had that, this was whole policy about, you know, to make women feel safer and they didn't want groups of guys in there. Uh, but okay, if you want change, you call them out and say, Ki, tell you your policy, I understand why you're doing it. But as a collateral damage of your policy, uh, well-behaved gay couples are being kept outside yeah. your restaurant. Is that your issue? Can we work it? But instead, you quickly say, oh, no, you're homophobic. Yeah, but- then they get defensive and then they say, we are not homophobic. But we, you know, we are creative. And so then it, the conversation goes nowhere. Exactly. What happens, I think the urgency to attack 
rather than to discuss is a post social media phenomena absolutely it is not you want the hashtag discussion yeah. does not get yeah. hashtag let's let's attack let's so and that kind of breaks down communication which which yeah the acquisition may not be accurate and the instant thing the social media thing that you're seeing that before finding out all the facts that instantaneous that we'll immediately jump on the bandwagon and see the that they must have been homophobic did you check why they have this policy did you call them up like have you even read up half the people don't know where the restaurant is what has happened but they've already started tweeting and then by that time they've been shut and then you have to kind of st- stick to your position because you've taken it on twitter both sides so, stick to their position yeah, because, one side sounds because, very defensive correct. one side sounds aggressive and in result the gay couple still doesn't get to go to the basically <laughs> you basically. still can't go to virat <laughs> kohli's restaurant this happened to me i tried to go on halloween and now i think like maybe that was the stag policy yeah. <laughs> they said it was it was book solid and they were like maybe that was now i don't know i didn't i forgot to call them out at that time so now they won't even apologize and give me a free meal or something like that now, <laughs> thing will happen but you know this other thing i thought was that kisavi dev chapel is i think he actually raised a very important point which is that a lot of these uh, sort of affirmative action type policies that have happened have benefited for example white women have been huge beneficiaries of affirmative action in the same way white lesbian and gay people have you know become you know even trump will not go out of his way necessarily to antagonize uh, mm. them mm. though he had anti transgender policy when he came to the military but in general trump will say look i have such so many gay friends you know i come from the entertainment world and he i think he was raising this important thing like look as african americans who are the reason this whole civil rights thing even happens in the mm. us we are left behind while uh, white gays and lesbian white women all are enjoying the benefits mm. which is an important point the problem was the way he made it uh the black trans people the black lgbt people themselves got cancelled out of the conversation because he pitted the lgbt two, two of your identities yeah, against each other each right other. So and correct. and then and if you are black and lgbt then you don't fit in any of the you know he he mm. just not figure it they just got erased from that conversation that i think was so it kind of defeated a uh, much more nuanced and important point that he was trying to make i think uh, we have so much of of uh, did you purposely select uh, the christmas the the uh, gay, gay christmas santa that... and and the chandigarh karaj ko sandeep was coming or is it by chance he, no chandigarh he chose okay so now because this... i thought didn't realize na so first let's talk about chandigarh karaj ki there is no film coming out starring uh, what's his name ayushman ayushman khurana patron saint of all all sexual issues yeah, yeah and, I, I, and what's her name vani kapoor vani kapoor so uh, and uh, this is what it sounds like kitna se baat ki main vyah nahi karwana main dekh lunga apne ladki pehle mujhe banna hai kuch inna vadda sand ban gaya hor ki banna hai to man man we bra मना कर I watched it and one of our colleagues in office mm. he's 20 something and he says it is so problematic I don't know which word he used so I was like which did I watch the same what was problematic because I didn't find anything problematic about it in fact other very progressive so I said explain to me yeah. he says because they haven't used a trans character to play the trans character they've used a woman now this is another so thing i was okay i don't know what i feel about that but uh, the 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 plot clearly from the trailer is no spoilers it is a trans that this tra- he's a gym instructor or whatever he you works you figured she is trans dude you really thick yeah you figured sandeep you knew when you saw the trailer yeah because i listened to the dialogue even i listen okay what, what, what did you think was the great secret that he yeah. was so aghast about what that was, she was actually is... a bengali not punjabi this is what was secret first i thought she is a boy so i asked sandeep this i said has she not had How a sex how does sandeep know he made the film <laughs> i asked him you know don't, don't overdo it that anything related to anything that sandeep what what asked sandeep has he made the what film what are your no. people saying <laughs> <laughs> 
kick that already what are your people saying i'm not understanding then he said no she's already had the sex dream so uh, i said maybe. you explain but that but we to don't me. know that we, but that we, have, we have seen the trailer not the film but you didn't <laughs> even know that there was a gender issue i did not get it immediately because she distracts me but i don't I, i'm going to watch the film uh, i really like ayushman khurana i thought the trailer was very interesting although this girl i've seen Bani. her in another trailer which was a rithik roshan film and uh, so you kind of seen Rosh. the whole film in the trailer right you that's know. most trailers but that's most trailers the whole film is very very she few. was in the film i saw with ranveer singh where they keep having sex everywhere okay, and it was very that scary film. that film so anyway so i think she's a bit weak in the camera presence department but yeah i'll watch it so what do you think of it and why did you include it i think because it raised exactly the point that that your colleague raised that okay you're making a film you know you're very being very progressive you're pushing this thing around uh issues uh and sex just in the same way as his previous film shubh mangal zyada sabdhan was doing hmm. mainstreaming gay romance out there now here i talked to some trans people and they said so we get constantly trapped in this issue where they will say acha finally a tr- mainstream trans role has come up and you are not giving a trans actor the chance to play the role then people will say but where is the trans actor who can you know play have this hmm. present and then they will Chicken they and will egg. we should replay they should replay the conversation you guys just had where you were struggling to identify who vani kapoor was so in that sense it's vani kapoor you know aishman khurana is already there as the star so mm. they could have easily given another star because i don't think vani anybody was rushing to the theater because it's a vani kapoor film correct so they they could it wasn't missed opportunity to actually showcase a trans actor um and this is a conversation that's not happening here it's happened before like eddie redmayne when he did uh, danish girl yeah uh, after one later he said now i probably wouldn't have taken the role because there are trans actors out there you know same thing i think it was halle berry turned down a role uh, saying that's there so until you somebody does that role and and as as someone i talked to said you know it's good the conversation will happen hopefully as a result of this people will talk about it and all of that but nobody's going to make this romcom again very soon so for people like me it you know it's a missed opportunity and and there was this uh, you know there's this trans actor uh, living smile vidya from uh, and she said the only good thing is like for once you know they usually they have a man playing the trans role but here the huh. character needs to pass so pass so they've got a woman to play it and she said look if you can train a man to play a, a cis het man to play a trans role you can take a trans actor and get her to, to train her to play a trans actor as well you know it's like and don't give in the states set. there is that act uh, actress now that also i'm already getting wrong but she is basically no no <laughs> lavern um cox i think her name is yeah, she was yeah. in um this thing orange is the new black also and she's in uh, the new film which is uh, very promising young woman promising young woman and she plays a trans character and she's trans she's trans and uh, she keeps getting roles and someone else got nominated for an oscar the first trans actor who got nominated so they are obviously things have progressed in the states a little bit over here that way it hasn't so here this could have been a chance to you know you already had ayushman star power in the film so people who will go to see the film will go to see for ayushman khurana so here you could you know if you're going it, it's kind of you're going that far just go that little extra step maybe and uh you know you have the chance go all out but maybe vani kapoor has a massive fan following how do you know people are going just to see vani we'll see when the film comes out we'll ask we'll do vani vani kapoor's uh, uh, i thought you were going to say maybe vani kapoor is no trans. i we don't know that how can anyone vouch for that yeah, yeah like, okay, but i did tell sandeep something which is not uh, which is uh, everything is politically incorrect i said she does look very manly to me so i felt it was good casting in that sense even without realizing the plot even without that. realizing the yeah, plot yeah i mean she does have you know that that jawline and the nose yeah there is i guess a certain masculinity but i now, i mean that was the reason that do you remember a few months ago when that bhima jewelry ad happened ha huh. uh, yeah so that ad got a lot of uh, 
phrase because it was about a trans character, you know, a man who transitions to be a, uh, to be a woman and the family stands by him and when her and we, gets her married and discovered in Bhima Jewelry, yeah. of course. Uh, but uh, but they actually had a trans model, yeah. Mira, Singhania, Rehani. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, that was regarded as like, so that got a lot of attention. So in a way, this could have actually gotten even more attention if someone like Miraj Singhania had been chosen to do it. I mean, just from a PR perspective, this could have actually been, I mean, you're making this film because you're saying like, oh, I'm making a progressive uh, love story. But, uh, but then but then you're just pulling back at the end. Yeah, but you're expecting too much from the Hindi film industry that they will I mean, take such a risk. Sensi- they all have sensitivity consultants. Yeah, they have sensitivity consultants now. Chalo, yeah. We should also get one sensitivity yeah. consultant for Rajshri Sen <laughs> who will first teach her you should let people finish sentences. That will be step one of sensitivity consulting. But then you but, all will feel ill now if I keep quiet while you all are finishing yeah, okay. your sentences. <laughs> huh? Okay, now this ad, which is an ad where Norway is celebrating 50 years of inclusiveness. This is what it sounds like. And spoiler alert, it ends with, uh, it's a very beautiful love story with uh, Santa and his gay lover. Yeah, but Sandeep will say what happened when he, when I told him we are discussing this ad. I said, you must have seen it, the kissing Santa one. And then Sandeep, what did you say? Someone sent the ad to me, but they sent it to me, the Norwegian Norwegian one. It is Norwegian. No, but he ah, didn't but get the one with the... Subtitles. There were no subtitles, okay. There were no subtitles. So I, you know, I watched it and I tried to watch it like a silent film and try to <laughs> make sense of it. And I can say I got 80% of the plot, but not entirely what was going on. I was just it was like, oh, some slightly... I thought maybe this is a comment on ageism in the gay community. So he loves <laughs> you, you thought there were layers and, within layers. I thought there were layers within layers. Because I was like, I don't think this person has sent it to me because this is some kind of uh, creepy story about uh, a Santa who comes down your chimney and, and you know... Then starts kissing you. Kissing, kissing yeah. you. Uh, so I thought Achha, maybe this is, this is about ageism then I was like oh is this about loneliness because then I kept seeing the person on oh, oh, is, it is it about weight about... loss because why was Santa so thin is it Santa yes and then I was like maybe <laughs> this is like trying to make uh, that sort of uh, what does it say that daddy love affair kind of thing <laughs> and palatable that all gay people don't have to look like Abercrombie Fitch models That's or something right. like that so many things I thought but once I saw the subtitles it was all much huh. clearer so the, the, the article is about it you know Independent has an article about how this yeah. is a welcome thing now I actually have uh, probably the unpopular view on this I thought it was completely unnecessary this ad and I'll tell you why hmm because, I mean, I'm not uh, either a Christmas celebrator or Christmas has not been part of my growing up. So for me, Christmas is a, not just Christians ka festival, but Santa is a bachcho ka concept. It's not like, huh. you know, it's not an adult concept, right? So uh, now I was just saying, now suppose that wasn't a guy, it was a woman. Ki bhai, single woman and Santa ake is making out with her. Would it still be <laughs> palatable? Bhai, Santa is a bachcho ka concept. Sexualizing a bachcha concept is not something kisi or cheese. I think it's wonderful for Norway to celebrate 50 years yeah. of inclusivity. But for me, there are certain things which are, which have nothing to do with, they're just children's concepts. Like whether it is a Tinkle comic, whether it is Santa, whether it is, uh, I don't know, think of something. Like Naughty shouldn't be making out with big ears. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's, uh, Naughty shouldn't be making out with anyone, not just big ears. Uh-huh. That is about... <laughs> Naughty should be just driving his car and saying that this is a mushroom, this is this, it's... That's <laughs> not gollywog, he wo, should wo say. That's not gollywog, department hai. So, in department, mein ye insert karna, mujhe lagta hai ki bhai, what's there? What's the so, name? that's the thing which I just told Sandeep. I said, I don't want to think of Santa kissing anyone. Like, whether, like, first of all, he's come down. It's also very um, scary if I was a child, say I saw this and I believe in Santa, that now I'll think that if Santa comes down my chimney and daddy's in the hallway, Santa and daddy might 
also daddy might run away with santa also and you don't want to sexualize or romanticize romanticize in this way like he, there's a love story with santa it's a bit uh, over the top i felt but um, but keeping that criticism aside i think it is beautifully santa, made santa abinanda as a keeping that aside I think it is beautifully made like just the way they show the love no, story no. that he gets one day every yeah, year that, I mean yeah. that bit is so be- I mean if it wasn't Santa and the concept of Santa is a, is a child's property so I don't want to mess with it if that wasn't my criticism it is fucking stunningly made just that one day a year is what he waits for for that yeah. romance I mean, that is just a beautiful thought and even just and it's made by the postal service Oh that you saw in the subtitles I sent you the English it one had the I postal service Oh I mean I don't think the American postal service would dare put out an ad Are you mad they wouldn't Actually isn't this the second time the postal department has put out such an ad I I, no, I, I don't know I don't know it is always we've reviewed another ad which was made by the postal department of a European country and it was also pretty kickass and it was about something pretty significant I forget now About being gay यार मुझे कल याद नहीं रहता क्या रिमेम्बर द पोस्टल डिपार्टमेंट हैड पुट आउट एन एड एंड वी वेरी इम्प्रेस टू दिट ओके वी विल चेक वॉट इट इज माई इंटरनेट नॉट वर्किंग सो आई कैन चेक वॉट इट इज बट आई डिड थिंक दैट सेंटर आई जस्ट फाउंड इट अ लिटिल like santa shouldn't be kissing anyone as i told you man that point or already you have a new point you're, that you're point is very strong the same point it's a good point okay sandeep you <laughs> i'm not i'm okay with santa kissing anybody they choose i was just confused because i watched huh. it without without subtitles um but i think it was i mean i, I think once i saw the subtitles and understood the ad then i was more moved by it than when i had watched it without it because of that point because i think it is making that larger point also that uh gay people the whole thing was always a gay affair was so hidden away it mm. was stolen like that one day in christmas mm. kind of thing parallel that whole idea that your affair had to be hidden away from other people's eyes it was stolen time but uh, but though at the end i wasn't sure because they got the postal service to deliver the gifts whether santa is going to stay with them all year or he has for all of christmas day to That's stay true. i'm not sure whether he's getting more than one day at the end of it but i think itna detail they did not think of uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but as a piece of communication was mm-hmm. outstanding truly yes now we shall talk about a film called the house of gucci it's a film about a fashion brand which was very famous and it still is it was a name that sounded so sweet so seductive but their name was a curse too i've been a gucci all my life it's time to take out the trash you're my family so am i I don't consider myself to be a particularly ethical person but I am fair. We went and saw in the cinema Rajesh it was pretty long. Yeah it was a 240 minute uh, film and um, it has a fabulous it's directed by Ridley Scott and it has a fabulous star cast uh, Salma Hayek Lady Gaga Jeremy Irons Al Pacino uh, Adam Driver it's just yeah. oh and Jared Leto plays uh, that Paolo the fat boy yeah the Jared Al Pacino's son. yeah yeah so it this is based on a book which was written which is also called House of Gucci and uh, it's about the murder which was uh, committed by basically the ex-wife of the Gucci owner uh, the Alfredo Alfredito Malfredito whatever his name was basically the son of the founders of Gucci the, yeah. his wife Eclota Beta So no two sons they were they were two brothers Al Pacino is his brother no no but that's his own one who's killed let me huh. clarify it in a simple way which is beneficially <laughs> done Gucci as a brand was started i don't know whether it was started by their grandfather but the two guys who made it this fashion brand are two brothers played by Al Pacino and Jeremy Irons both have one son each one son is Adam Driver the other son is what's his name Jared Leto yeah and the Adam Driver that son 
he basically his wife which is played by lady gaga is not from their kind of status and uh, she orders a hit on him in connivance with a woman who does those late night mai tumhara bhavishya banaungi people will not think medium will think you know medium rare good bad medium clear point clear point and so this is based on a true story and she carries out a hit that guy's killed uh, the other son which is alpacino's son which is the other aldo gucci son dies in poverty in real life in in london as of today gucci doesn't have any gucci family person as a shareholder uh, it's entirely held by a fund or a, uh, an investment company and that's what the story is it it was a dramatic story of this luxury brand where this screwed up family went to shit yeah so the interesting parts were so we were talking about uh, why the daughters so patricia her name is patricia reggiani is the woman who married uh, Maurizio Gucci which is Adam Driver's character and uh, they have two daughters they don't show that they show one daughter yeah, over here I don't know they must have didn't want to cast another child so they have two daughters now you were saying how come no one sued the filmmakers or made a statement right the daughters so the daughters have had a falling out with the mother in the last few years because the mother because she killed their father because she killed their father is well, a good how, reason how unusual <laughs> yeah so uh patricia who's the woman who lady gaga plays she got she was convicted for 26 years then because of good behavior no, she was convicted for murder she was sentenced for 26 years shut up okay you can't be she was, what, what is what has she done she has done 26 years convicted for 20 You, you you get convicted for a crime you get sentenced in time yes. okay uh, and because of good behavior it was reduced by a couple of years but they had reduced it further and there's a thing in italy that you will be allowed to leave prison and you have to work for a living she said i'm not going to i've never worked so i'll stay in prison it's okay so she continued her term for a little while longer I'd rather stay in jail than yeah, work yeah than work and but she gets a settlement she gets like quite a few millions of uh, pounds i think for from the divorce and al- even though she's killed him she still gets it by law mm. and uh, the two daughters have inherited many many homes and yachts and all so they design a little bit the other thing is that aldo which i gave you incorrect information aldo oh, gucci that was the egg. yeah that's, that's just... so rare how unusual it but what is important that i'm correcting it even though people did not know that i'd given you incorrect. even though you haven't been sentenced for it yeah even though convicted. i haven't been hmm. so aldo gucci did not create aldo the brand aldo the brand is a canadian brand made by someone whose name is not aldo anyway but uh, tom ford who is the designer who basically who revived uh, gucci basically yeah. gucci was a dying brand because it used to be replicated so much and i didn't quite understand completely but the film it suggests that al pacino knew about it but he said it makes yeah. us money so why you know kill that and they said you can't let He says it's they are not fake they are replicas which means that they are made from our stuff yeah. but he was probably selling them from the yeah, bag Yeah yeah they were most probably making one set of slightly cheaper uh, bags and this and thing And that was basically diluting the Gucci brand and this Tom Ford revived the Gucci brand and it was back to its glory So Tom Ford has now made a statement saying that he thinks this is not a good film because he's still part of tragic. Gucci Yeah he said it was tragic It's tragic this film absolutely but uh, and that woman Patricia who is out now she's very upset that Lady Gaga did not meet with her and Lady Gaga said I don't want to collaborate with her at all I've studied what she's done and I will act the way I want to act and she studied there because there's a lot of footage on her but what I so it's a little camp Sandeep you like it in the sense that it's a little like a telenovela it is so yeah, yeah it's a, it just had very bad show timings here yeah yeah so it's it's a little slow also i must say the first half was a little bit boring uh, <laughs> uh, so that was there or maybe i was just really hungry because i hadn't had dinner uh, and it was already way past my dinner time but i found it a little bit boring mm. it was an amazing cast as lady gaga is an amazing actor and uh, salma hayek has become so old i you just don't realize how old we all become but i was uh, quite uh, blown away by just the characters you know just just the way they've what uh, 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 great gatsby could not do this film has done in the sense that fitzgerald gatsby was 
the the commentary of the characters like Daisy, you know, when he says she had laughter in her, she had money in her laughter. Her laughter sounded like money. The casual cruelty of the rich is something that Fitzgerald novel was about, which the film just could yeah. not capture. It could not get that casual cruelty. Everyone seemed too intense and just hmm. that this the casual cruelty of the super rich was so beautifully captured in this Adam yeah. Driver's character. And this jealous woman's character was so beautifully played as this insane (laughs) jealous woman. I mean, I think that the performances and the characters, the way they were written, were mind-blowingly brilliant. Even Salma Hayek's character, she plays it very well as this sort of demented clairvoyant. And so it's a lot of fun. It's a fun film. You don't feel I, I, bad I, for anyone. But, but I, I, I did read the, I think it was either Guardian or New York Times had the review where they called it a 24 carat camp drama yeah. cloaked in pigskin. Yeah, it's like that. So it's the same. The only thing I felt... But it brought all the Gucci's together now. Like they all were fighting. Yeah. And now they've all come back together in order to issue a statement condemning the film. Yeah, they've so said they good for the Gucci's at least. How many Gucci's are there? They're just two daughters. There are right? lots of little Gucci's. There are little Gucci's, not two daughters. Then that uh, the other one, Jared there Leto, has a child. There were brothers and siblings oh, who were way. left out of the... I read. There were oh, like I other see. characters in the family who were just erased from the film. So there oh, are many Gucci's around who have issued a statement. So, I mean, you know, it's... It's brought it's, them it's, together. It's brought them together. So it's done some good work. But, but, the, but the film had some dialogue, which I'm just curious that what is the true thing at one point... It's uh, time to take out the trash. That is going to become the theme. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, she yes. says, no, it's time it's, to I take out the... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But I think one bit, they say that Gucci, you know, we come from a legacy or lineage where the grandfather... Uh, we used to design the saddles for the king of whatever yeah. Italy or wherever it was. And then I realized as a bullshit. We were not the saddle designers or the saddle makers. My grandfather was a bellhop in a hotel in Milan. Hmm. And when he used to see these super rich getting off with these ugly bags, he just thought that he should make, make bags better. for them. So I don't know which is the true story of how Gucci came about. But I do think there is nothing that to me uh, is more crass than designer luggage. I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of designer clothes, but I understand when people like to wear them or shoes, you know, shock. But when I see someone having designer luggage at an airport, I'm like, dude, this is just, it's just vulgar. I, I don't find like anything. But it's like Louis Vuitton bags, because all the, I just find if your entire bag is just emblazoned with this brand, you've clearly bought it so that people know that it's a Louis Vuitton no, it's brand. because uh, the strap of a Louis Vuitton bag can withstand 250 kilos of, of stress. You can pick up 250 kilos, but if you can pick up 250 kilos. So Jacqueline Fernandez must have taken that when she was packing in all the crawls. That, so I have to say, as a segue, I'm so impressed by this man, this Suresh, whatever his name is. You know that corn, no? Yeah, Sandeep. Yes. He is so generous as a person. I'm saying you can be a corn artist, but or a con man, whatever he is, to want to share that wealth with someone, a 52 lakh horse, some cats which are worth how much, a house. Everyone isn't generous with their no. ill-begotten wealth. So he no. is sweet in his own if way. You, if, you, if you must consort with a con person yeah find a generous, generous con one. person yes so ca- 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 coming back to uh, <laughs> coming back to uh, house of gucci gucci, gucci. so um, what would you recommend it raj yeah yeah i think but it is very long so you have to take out it's two hours, 40 minutes. It took us, what, three and a half hours by the end of it with interval, everything padded in. So it's a good chunk of your evening will go. But I'm sure it will come on Netflix or something. So just wait for... It's not a film that you have to see on big screen. Like James Bond, you had to watch on big screen, yeah. I felt, because of the And scenery. you also had to watch. This is a film neither you have to watch on big screen, neither do you have to watch it. I mean, it's not bad, <laughs> but it's not great. It's, I mean, it's not saying, oh, you must go watch it. No. I mean, you must go watch it if you want to um, understand specifics about, you know, either, you know, how designer stuff is created or about the family or if you're interested in making true crime dramas. But <laughs> generally, time passes, no. But watch it, Sandeep. <laughs> you think she'll get an Academy Award nomination? Yeah, she'll get. For sure. One thing I don't understand in films like this Gucci is that, you know, they have two or three of those lovemaking scenes and they're fairly long. 
So I don't understand the point of those. Well, one is when he fucks her on the table in his in the office in her father's office when she says. Yeah, that was a little violent. I don't also. understand the purpose of the. You know, if you are doing it to titillate, then you got to show like something. So what a good man. Okay, if you are not doing it to titillate, then it should be you know you just want to show that oh they had such a fucking passionate affair that they pounce on each so other. So that's what. आठ दस सेकेंड में निपटाओ और वी गेट द पॉइंट आगे बढ़ो इफ यू वॉन्ट टू है लॉन्ग लव मेकिंग सीन दे शुड आई द बी अ पॉइंट टू इट दैट समन स्टैबिंग समन एट द एंड लाइक बेसिक इंस्टिंग टू समथिंग और यू वॉन्ट टू टिटलेट दू नो फ्रंट बेंचेस की देखो भाई वीव शो निपल वीव शो नैस एंड ऑल दैट कम आउट इफ इट्स नन ऑफ दैट If you're just showing, oh, we're pounding. So I don't how, understand. How? One second. How? Like, how are they I showing? Like, it? And I was watching it. वैसे मुझे भूख लगी थी. I was. What's the point of the scene? It was a you little think, long. No, and it wasn't only one. At the end, something would happen. I thought there must there must be a point to why they're making the scene long. There was no point to it. They're just okay, fucking. When I watch it, I will yeah, let you know. Yeah, just get what, back to us about it. Maybe there was a layer, the, layer that, that I missed. Because there might have been a layer that. Yes. Yeah, I, I may have missed I, a layer. Yeah. Because sure. you were hungry. You were hungry. Maybe I was hungry. Basically, basically, moral of the story: watch the film after dinner, not before. Huh. So I did think Al Pacino overacted throughout. He's been doing that for a long time. I've mentioned also after a certain age, everybody starts overacting yeah, so like Devanand. No, not like character like Devanand. You're saying not. Uh, Who is it? Helen Mirren, Maggie Smith. They don't. Maggie, oh, Maggie, Maggie Smith. They say like after Downton Abbey, she will only be able to act. Okay, I don't want the women, but all men for sure. Like look at uh, Robert De Niro. You can't <gasps> imagine him. Delivering a normal dialogue. Every dialogue is with this. He's fifty years old only. I'm talking about eighty-five year old people. No, but he's not just fifty. What are you saying? Yeah, I'm forty-seven. Robert De Niro is not fifty years old. You talk so much. Oh, Robert De Niro. I'm thinking of Robert Downey Jr. Ha, huh, Robert De Niro. But Ian McKellen can act well. Ian McKellen doesn't overact. Kevin Spacey, if he's not pulling out his dick and no, showing Kevin it Spacey to people. Kevin Spacey is not eighty years old. But he's seventy. Must be. He's not seventy years old. But he acts well. Is again, the bottom again, line. Again, there is a fact. That, uh, again, there is a fact check moment. Okay, fact check. <laughs> Constant fact checks. I look at Dharmender. How badly he oh, acts. Oh God! There's this clip I have retweeted on Twitter. It has Bobby Diol, Sunny Diol, and Dharmender in it. Oh my God! None of them can act, and Bobby Diol's gone blind in that scene. It's just terrible, but Dharmendra. From a film, or it's like a home it's movie. A, no, it's a no, it's a home movie. उनके घर का दिवाली वीडियो है. It's so bad, but Dharmendra could act. Has he ever acted well? But he wasn't bad. If he wasn't good, but he wasn't bad either. Yeah, but now you know, he's now he's just terrible. He could do that whole nostril thing, no? Yeah, when yeah, exactly. Emotional. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's like when when we sing with feeling and anger. मेरे दुश्मन्त मेरी दोस्ती को तरसे जिए तू इस तरह से तू खुशी को तरसे बट सो मेनी वुमेन एज इन सो मेनी एक्ट्रेसेस वर इन लव विथ हिम ही वाज वेरी हैंडसम एंड एंड फॉर हिज टाइम ही वाज अ स्पेसिमेन ऑफ द मेल स्पीशीज ही वाज हैंडसम ही वाज ब्रॉड ही यू नो हैड एन अमेजिंग बॉडी व्हाट वुड दे टॉक टू हिम अबाउट They weren't talking to doesn't him. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Hey, Paji, chaddi tha. Paji, chaddi on kiu hai? Chalo, Paji, room mein chhu. Anyway, so on that classy humor, on that classy note, we shall move on to the film about mountaineering. But I think uh, It's much more lofty. Yes, ah, oh, lofty. Lofty. Mm. This is why we have Sandeep Pond. So, I just, I, I don't watch things. I just offer small witticisms yeah. on the side. Sandeep is there so that there's someone other than me who can speak correct English on this podcast. Oh, like today. that? That's yeah. the reason. There are only 14 mountains in the world higher than 8,000 meters. The fastest time to climb all the 14 for seven years. If I can stay alive, I can do this in seven months. It is a project not only for himself but for all the Sherpas. If this was done by some Western climber, the news would have been ten times bigger than this. You can show the world. Nothing is impossible. Giving up is not in the blood, sir. It's not in the blood. So, Fourteen Peaks is on Netflix. It's a short film, so an hour and a half, directed by Talkwheel Jones, and it's written by him. Uh, I don't know whether Talkwheel. We don't know whether it's a and he. Gabriel Clark. Uh, and basically, it's the story about Nirmal Purja. 
He is a British mountaineer of Nepali origin. Yeah. He basically trained because I'm sure many of you already know that uh, Britain has a Gorkha regiment even now. Yeah. And in fact, there was this a few years ago there was this talk that they should also get they don't get the same um, benefits as regular. Really? Uh, yeah. There was something that they don't get the same retirement benefits or they don't get access to the same healthcare. Or there was something I remember that we've been serving the British for so mm. long they should also be allowed that same privileges i'm not quite sure what and he uh, sets out to do this impossible thing which is a summit or summit 14 peaks above 8000 meters basically there are only 14 peaks in the world that are above 8000 meters but in less than 7 months correct and the first person to do these uh, 14 peaks was messner renhold messner i think is uh, yeah renhold yeah. messner for 7 years it took him 7 years so, sandeep have you watched this No, what's the trailer? Ha, that's why he knows the uh, key uh, things. And Messner, there were two <laughs> brothers because there was one Messner brother died uh, up uh, while mountaineering also. Because I remember I've seen this. Uh, that was not in the trailer. So that no, was that, not. No, that's the... not in this because that it wasn't about them. But there's a there's a, a documentary film called um, Death of Messner. No, it's called uh, Above the Above the Messner Peak. Above the above clouds. The above the clouds or in the in <laughs> above the, the snow line or in the death zone or something. And uh, Messner. I think it's uh, it's a very prominent mountain. I think Messner's brother died up there. Uh, although Messner, so he was only one to have done these eight, uh, all eight thousand meter peaks. But he took like seven years to do them. This guy did it in seven months. An impossible feat that he achieves. I mean, the beginning of the film is it just grabs you. It was very gripping. I found the first ten fifteen minutes really inspiring. The music is outstanding. Yeah. The photography in all these mountaineering films is outstanding because when you're up at maybe eight thousand meters, any shot looks like a stunning shot. It's just although they've shot now, I didn't uh, figure that out. Although at one point he does say that my hand is one of the Sherpa says my hand is freezing yeah, from holding the themselves. yeah they shoot them oh so much you know don't look no, at me so like that. So you thought they take a cameraman, professional cameraman? It's possible. There. Anything's possible. Dear that God. and they have these drone shots and all, but. Um, So what I thought was I didn't think it was I felt it lack drama which maybe it doesn't need to the drama is that he's climbing so many peaks in so little time and like like what drama did you As want As no like one climbing, dies and all that How many peaks <laughs> no, no, the, you you wanted this poor man. It's a documentary. You wanted no, this I, poor man to die after, in it. No, I think she, she wants it to be like Indian Idol. Uh-huh. You know, someone there should be someone should outburst. Crying there should be a saying, fight between two of the team members. One person pushes a climber, and then they should. Yeah, I'm not coming. I'm abandoning. <laughs> It's like like someone say like I I have to do this within seven months. You know, like I have no time. Get out of my way. Yeah. yeah. Or they climb the eighth peak and they look up and there's a ninth peak there. You know that kind of drama. There's one more mountain to climb. Or at least a yeti. So they explain the Yeti thing. So I believe in the Yeti, and I believe in the Loch Ness monster also. But they explain this Yeti thing because he—I don't know whether you saw that part where you start hallucinating, and he says that I saw this what looked like he doesn't use the word Yeti, but what he describes is this big hairy creature walking towards him. It's when you get haze. Yeah, when you—it's called, called high altitude cerebral edema. So much, you know. So you basically, because of the oxygen starvation to your brain, mm. you kind of lose bodily control. Your mind starts kind of seeing things because of oxygen starvation to um, to to your all extremities. Yeah, so people might have been suffering from haze when they've seen the Sasquatch and the Yeti and all. But uh, his training is interesting. His Family life is interesting. Like it's nice, but it's not the only gripping part. Which I suppose is supposed to be the only gripping part is that he manages to do this in seven months. And when months. they're on the mountains, I mean. Uh, so one thing is that I think it could. I think. Been a- sorry, I was. I was going to say, do they actually? I read a little bit about it, but do they huh. actually get into this whole thing about the Sherpa versus yeah, the yeah. European mountain? They don't get into it. He mentions it. it. So I think one. Big weakness. So, hey, let me point to the strengths. The photography and the cinematography and just the shot taking was just outstanding, different level. The sound design and music outstanding, different level. So was just hmm. the, the graphics and how it's structured. Uh, what was really weak was a. It was very um, shallow and superficial in the sense that even um, like it's it's not like that uh, vertical. Not uh, what is that film? That other documentary film. Um, 
ഫിൽ at the end it is there in the last 10 minutes he does say about the sh- no but yeah. what i'm saying is the, the story is just yeah. his you see what i'm saying so not that i'm saying anything wrong with that i just think that as documentary films go especially the kind of documentaries we've seen recently mm-hmm. you know so beautifully crafted like the one on that chef who died uh, anthony bourdain road runner you know just just the i mean the way the story goes the way you understand motivations all that there was none of that you had an interview with the wife you had this with the mother i i i mean and i'm being very unfair maybe it's wrong but i found he was using his mother like modi does that you know i am coming down i'm doing this for my mother dude your mother lives in nepal you live in london like then take her and make her live with you yeah, if you're that concerned like i just found huh. a bit of it too contrived hmm. but not contrived enough to satisfy your drama need but yet contrived enough for the shot to look contrived so i just think it was a a wasted opportunity but especially cuz i love films about mountain climbing and these impossible tasks and the task he set for himself was phenomenal but this guy is clearly a a a beast he's he's a physical specimen of a different level for him to do what he did no also that training that they show right in the beginning where he trained every morning yeah. and like coming back at 11:30 then he'd leave as in from work and then he'd, he'd start training at 2:30 at... or 3 in the morning so it's and this sherpa thing he does at the end there's a segment where he says it ends on that in fact where he tells the camera crews which are there right after he uh, summits all these peaks he says you have to realize that if it was a european climber today the world media would be here to cover it because it's a nepalese climber mm. it's just 8 10 camera crews over here so you have to publicize this but more than that you need to publicize the sherpas and he introduces them again but it is just that yeah one this thing but ramrocho sorry ramrocho you know ramrocho no it's quite nice okay ramrocho that's bengali or nepalese no nepalese oh, okay very <laughs> nice So now that she's boasted she's like a she's like a politician with the end yeah, she, like you, you throw in that little little local language she's like modi every every time there's a state assembly election mera bihar ke sath bahut ek khaas rishta hai mera jharkhand ke sath khaas rishta hai mera tamil nadu ke sath khaas rishta my mother is born and brought up in kaisiong so we speak which is almost speaks, nepal which is almost nepal shall But i it's say not, it's india no that i did not know na so i'll tell you a story with no one none of the listeners will believe sandeep knows this but i am not ashamed of making fun of myself that our icse papers were leaked in lamartinum and then we went we used That's to have a, to no i you was had, very young you were running a racket right? i was 12 years old dia course batch was class 10 and uh, we went to a home in darjeeling and these two boys were my like mother's yeah we it's had like a, a summer like a home, home in oh, doesn't everyone home. have it's a summer not a, a remand home or like no a no home no Running a racket. So these two boys, who were my mother's ex-classmates' sons, who were very good-looking boys, I must say, were had come over, and they were a little older than uh, my brother. They must have been one year or two years. They were talking about this ICSE thing that we've had to. Now it's been postponed, and it's such a pain and all. And I looked at them and I said, "But how does it affect y'all? Because only West Bengal has been affected." and they looked at me and they thought is she cracking a joke but it's a very bad joke so I mean, then they the west bengal has been affected as in i didn't realize darjeeling anyway. is in 
I thought we've gone to Nepal. Uh, Our home realize, is in you Nepal. Thought, you thought you didn't know Darjeeling is in India and yeah. in Bengal. I see. Because I'm very simple. I just used to get on a plane and so go. So the geography is just sucks as much as. But I else. do know Nepalese. So very good, excellent. <laughs> so uh, thank you for joining us, Sandeep. We shall read our <laughs> emails now. And uh, uh, thank you for sharing your insights. Hopefully, you shall join us again after we watch Chandigarh Karayashiki. Yeah. I'd like to hear what we'll you say do. then. Yeah, we have to have him on then because yes. I will have not understood the film and we'll said what is it. what is the problem so, over here. So Sandeep and I can bring that perspective in. Okay, thank you, Sandeep. Thank Thanks, you. Sandeep. Thanks, Sandeep. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Now coming to a few emails that we have this time, Rajshri Sen. Very Let's few. Let's start off with Mansha. Just two lines. Mansha says, "Dear Abhinandan, FYI, in the song Atharafala." PO means proclaimed offender as in absconding from the law and not police officer bye. bye so in that the context what is the line i should read the line good okay thank you mansha so there he's talking about that he's a proclaimed offender not that the police officers are on his side or behind him huh. or we don't know then this is from shashank who says it is so rich of you to dismisses fadnavis when you yourself recommend absolutely bottom of the barrel auto tuned punjabi music correct miss sen please be the hero we deserve to save us from these punjabi recommendations ag the kids these days know nothing about music correct sashank sashank clearly you don't either appreciate or understand music so which is why you are equating fadnavis with the amazing punjabi pop that is that is just taking the world by storm from germany to san francisco that's not very to far tamil nadu uh, tamil nadu uh, also film yaar yeah, dude i attended before lockdown i'd gone to attend a wedding someone in the family they are i mean they are not like my mother's in tamil nadu and, in tamil nadu so and they were playing punjabi music yeah i was like dude i can't believe it <laughs> you were like dude i can't believe it then this letter is from n if you are unable to see shows in a week or if rajshree is traveling please consider just having an hour long chat about <laughs> random stuff like your life travel food culture etc i'm sure most people who listen to the podcast will love to hear the two of you talk about pretty much anything that's very kind but i think they might not and a question for rajshree do you just like going to nice five stars staying there enjoying the view and eating good food or would you rather explore the place i do both when i go somewhere she lies she just likes to <laughs> sit in the hotel luxury like she is like those punjabi aunties of <laughs> delhi whether she is in a five star hotel in delhi or switzerland she'll do the same thing which is why it's wasted on her wasted on me it's just wasted on me totally but, you know uh, and uh, your idea that when we haven't watched anything we can just sit and talk about it i don't think it will work because <laughs> there has to be some value I, i mean of course that's assuming people extract any value for it yeah you are assuming that but i'm not sure that will work but uh, rashi we have some other mail yes from uh, let's see from, from shreya Hello A and A will miss you next week and not gonna complain because I think you both deserve a break every now and then wanted to point out a factual error Abhinandan made when he mentioned Amitabh Bachchan's murder scene from Amar Akbar Anthony wo Vinod Khanna se nahi Sibisco se Sibisco yes yes Sibisco se pita tha correct Sibisco is that fish danda Dude, well spotted, yeah. yeah. Don't know Zipisko's real name, and kind of disappointed. Abhinandan didn't crack a sad joke when Rajeshi poked her eye. I thought you'd break into Akya Milao or Akyo se goli mare. Please don't cancel my subscription. Also, one recommendation: check out the musician Daniel Emad on Instagram. Uh, he plays the basuri and it's pure magic. Hope you'll like him. Until next time. All right, thank you, thank you, uh, Shreya. I shall definitely check this uh, Insta out. Uh, and this is from Goonj. Goonj has written to us in the past as well. And what does Goonj say? Hi, Abhinandan and Rajshree. Hope you're back this week. Missed you loads last week. I had been avoiding watching the close, watching closer since it became very controversial very quickly, and I didn't think I would enjoy it. But after you recommended it, I decided to go for it. I was very disappointed by the show, not because I found it offensive, but because it was not funny. As Rajshree said in the podcast, a show like Nanette is relevant but not funny. I feel the same applies to Closer. While Chappelle made very relevant points about wokeness and punching up or punching down, I felt like I was sitting in a classroom attending a difficult math session as I watched him. 
In his previous shows, Chappelle has been impactful because he was hard-hitting. He had hard-hitting observations which he shared through comedy. This time he was just talking to transgender people with hardly any jokes unless you count the trans women look like men trope that he used at least four times. Coming to the controversy itself, I don't think it has helped the show because as I was watching it, I couldn't help but analyze who would find what offensive rather than just sitting back and enjoying the show. The bottom line is in all the previous shows, I have always laughed first and then thought about the joke more. This time, the laughs are missing. I know you both like the show, but I wanted to ask you specifically, did you like it because it was relevant, bold, etc.? Or did you like it because it was funny? Best Goonj. Goonj, I must admit, it didn't have many ha-ha moments. Uh, but I, but that's not just unique for this, for Dave Chappelle. There are many um, stand-up artists who like drop a punchline after like, you know, a minute and a half oh. or two minutes of just commentary. Uh, and I like that kind of comedy as well, but that's because I like the commentary that they're doing. But yes, you're right. It wasn't... In the second half, I found it a little more uh, yeah. interesting. But in the first half, you're right. There were, there were not a lot of uh, like laugh out loud moments. Uh, yeah, so I think I liked it more because of what he was saying than because... But I found it less of a lecture than uh, Hannah Gadsby's... Uh, like segments are I just don't find it I feel like she's so angry and upset about life that like what is the point of ah, being so worked the, the, the that, yeah. that, that happened to Shekhar Suman also you know back when he had Towards a very successful the... show called uh, Movies and Shakers, which is hmm. pretty funny actually and then he just became more and more angry and ranty and angry and ranty and there were no punchlines it was just yeah. rants okay so this is a letter from Anonymous uh, I will just I will call you SPS because those are your initials but SPS you're not a subscriber so I will not read out your full mail but you have two song recommendations one is Tokyo Rendezvous by Japanese band King Nu and the Minnal from the upcoming movie Minnal Murali uh, which uh, that's the one we're reviewing next week uh, Jude is that the one you recommend yeah, Minnal yeah. okay so we'll be reviewing that so we'll probably play that not next week uh, whenever it's releasing 24th it's releasing the next year probably and SPS has also sent another mail where you have three recommendations one is a film called Visaranai by Vetri Maran that showcases the challenges of four Tamil migrant workers who are stuck in the Kafkaesque scenario okay then the second is Periyarum Perumal it's directed by... Haven't we reviewed this? About a no, law student from an oppressed uh, caste? No, someone had recommended it. Okay. Then, Kapanom, a Lebanese... Kapanom. Huh. Kapanom. It's a Lebanese film which follows 12-year-old suing his parents. It's on Netflix. Then, Derry Girls. Which is excellent. I've seen sitcom. it. Then, yeah. the Lego Batman. I've seen this. This is an old one. You've seen Lego Batman? I think so. I may have. I don't know. And Tokyo Rendezvous. Which is. is yeah. So, okay. You have given us seven, five, six... Six recommendations, SPS. I'll see how many of these you can accommodate. Dairy Girls I've already seen. So that leaves five. Yeah. <laughs> and Lego Batman also you might have seen. So it could be four and that a half. That leaves four and a half. Yeah. And uh, I'm just saying that uh, anonymous, uh, the person is 19 and a college student. That's why it is a non-subscriber. Oh, okay. So you then, were uh, SPS, why don't you mail me abhinandansekri at gmail.com and uh, as a Christmas gift... We shall give you three month subscription free so you can check out our behind the paywall stuff because we have some really interesting stories coming up which will be behind the paywall. You have some fantastic um, ground reports that uh, I have seen what Raman sir has planned. So you'll be able to access them. So do, do mail me at abhinandansekri at gmail.com. And meanwhile, uh, Rajshree, um, what you have any plans for uh, Christmas releases that you're aware of? We are going to watch that. What? Film which I did not understand the trailer of. That's in Christmas? Means it's now, next Friday. Okay, then we can watch that. And, Very good. Oh, there's another. Oh, Matrix. Oh, Matrix, yeah. Matrix 4, 5, Matrix whatever. Matrix system. Which is going to be such <laughs> like Avinanan's <laughs> dying to watch it with me. Aren't you dying to watch it with me? I'm I'm going alone. I'm telling no, you now. No, you're dying to watch it because he loves explaining every second I can ask. So, so what happened? Like that? So just <laughs> FYI, I'm watching this film alone. No, so rude. That's very mean. And you can meet me for dinner later. No. 
I will. So I'll sit in a different room. Did we once sit in different rooms? I don't know why I remember. I don't We've know. We've been watching films. Maybe I had bribed the cinema hall <laughs> no. ticket vendor. Ki bas alag alag room mein. Metrics, metrics. We have to metrics, watch because uh, Priyanka is in it. It better, it better be good because the metrics is my all-time <laughs> favorite film. So, so. And Akshay Kumar is in it. Shut up! Yeah, don't. And Akshay Kumar is in it. He has a guest role. Okay, don't talk shit. You People watch think. when it when so, he comes it is, on, so you'll see. It's one of my all-time favorite films, the the Matrix of the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, it better be good because I'll be very, very disappointed. And in fact, one of my all-time favorite scenes is when he realizes he's the one with the helicopter scene. When he has to save the helicopter, he has to save her, and he has to like hold it all together. I didn't understand the first one, but things happen and they move and all like that. Dude, so we'll that watch. scene was like it was like you know the wrong take hardy hone wale when your hair stand on end. That's what Akshay Kumar will say when he comes on the, the screen. Okay, guys, this is just getting worse and worse. <laughs> So uh thank you you can uh mail us on the link below it's in the show notes uh, which is a link only subscriber mails will be read out uh the link will take you to newslaundry.com/podcast-letters i repeat newslaundry.com/podcast-letters uh or just click on the link below uh and uh, if you have any suggestions critique feedback or praise feel free but keep it short although the form that comes when you click on that link has a word prompt so it tells you that you've run out of words but i did watch something else which i'll keep short because i watched it that's why okay we have we were already over an hour quickly no it's called hiccups and hookups i watched it it's on lions gate and it's made by kunal kohli so that should have given me are you serious you watched a show called <laughs> Hiccups and hookups by Kunal Kohli, <laughs> and it stars Pratik Babbar and Lara Dutta. How many episodes did you watch? They are brother. I watched two only. Yeah, even I drew the line. They are brother and sister. They stay in Bangalore. She is divorced and she separated, and she has a daughter who also lives with them. Pratik Babbar is this very cool startup founder, and I have not seen such terrible acting. or scripting in a long long time so that is my review that uh, all of you should watch it as well to show solidarity with me okay you guys have fun showing solidarity but i'm going to watch matrix matrix all alone ah <laughs> uh, matrix alien bait area Ma- matrix Ma- you Ma- Ma- will watch the 3d version ंड्रीटर Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.